I'm Daryl Baskin with eXp Realty. You're listening to the Future of Real Estate on FM 102.3 and AM 740 KRMG. Real estate love letters. Oh, my love letters. That sounds good. I want one. I know, guys, but what is the world coming to? You can't even write love <laughs> letters anymore. You cannot write a love letter. Oh, well, what first do you mean of all, you can't write a love letter. First of all, let's define what we mean when we say love letters. So, Sabrina Roses Shaw are red, and Pamela. Are blue. Hey, I'm I'm introducing you. Okay, go ahead. Sabrina Shaw, Pamela Pamela Wright with EXP Realty. So, let's talk about love letters. What what are we, what are you referring to? Okay. Sellers have or buyers, pardon me, have written love letters to sellers when they've really liked a house. Uh, oftentimes, realtors will tell them to write a letter to the seller, make your offer look a little stronger, talk about how much you love the house. Talk about how, how your, your family will be yeah. there. Yes, you're going to celebrate Christmases there. And it's just like your grandma's house, and that's that just really sang to your heart when you came in to see it, and it's supposed to make the seller And like it, it could. Like, if you were looking at a few offers and you had a love letter and you maybe even saw this picture of this cute family, and you're like, oh, they would take care of my house. That would be... It would be so lovely of them to be here. And I have seen that happen. Yes. It does work sometimes. Okay, but but I know what you're talking about and why you brought this up. Because it's the directive that has come down from where? Was it National Association yes, of Realtors? Yes, National Association of Realtors. Careful, guys. You're going to get in trouble because... Do you hear that? My hand's getting slapped. Yeah. <laughs> well, give the reasoning behind okay, it. Okay, and the reasoning does make sense. It It's... Re- it's ridiculous to me. Can it's I say ridiculous. that? It's ridiculous. Since, no, I, we can't I, write love letters, but I get it. I yeah, I know what you're saying. I I struggle with this too because they can cross the line, and it can start to say, well, we're so much like you, and we should, and well, you can start to get into fair housing issues and discrimination and discrimination and stuff that that could be dangerous because you could say, okay, just for example, you're talking about a family. Well, you could be discriminating. They're saying that the seller could be discriminating. That there's, you know, that there's a family, or that they have kids, or Christmas. That's religion. Yeah. So just bringing all of this into a transaction, and it should be about the offer. And so that that is something that is going away. Love letters. Now we read uh, the color. But you can still send me a love letter. You could write a letter. I would love. I love love letters. Let's just make a templated love letter that says. I'm so enamored with the sheetrock in your home. <laughs> I and love they, the way the tiles were placed. <laughs> but you know what? I hate, I hate to play the devil's advocate here. It's oh, so, you do not. It's so rare Stop, for me. Stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but I can understand. I mean, for one thing, <clears throat> everything you mentioned about giving them false impressions and eliminating certain kinds of people maybe. But also, it's kind of a, it might be a little cheap, Sales trick too because it is a cheap sales trick. <laughs> because That's why buyers like how, it. How, how sellers market, you got to get the upper hand on everything you can. Well, okay, but here's what here's where they backfire, and this is why I don't have my buyers write it because my buyers would think they would think if I let them, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they they'll think, oh, I'm going to write this this love letter to the seller about all these wonderful things that we're going to enjoy about the house and that will make them like my offer more so I can offer less. But you know, when I'm on the seller side and one of these letters comes along, it's every, well, many times 
they are like guilt trips. And the offer doesn't come in as a strong offer. And so the letter is trying to kind of mask over the fact that the offer isn't a good offer to begin with. And it makes the seller upset. That's a manipulation letter. It is a manipulation letter. Well, and it is it is pretty manipulative any way you go about these letters, as lovely as they are. Behind it is the manipulation idea. Okay. The best offer is the highest offer because that communicates you love the property, you value the property. And if you're going to value the property that much, you're going to take care of the property. And you're probably going to have Christmas there. You know? But, <laughs> did you just say Christmas on the air? I did. Oh, my goodness. We're going to so lose our So, to FCC me, license. that's the truest love letter. But wait a minute. So, yes, I, an awesome offer. I'm interrupting you. An awesome <laughs> offer is a true love letter. I do like that. Okay, but I'll tell you this. I've had home sellers that have taken the lower offer because they thought the higher offer was written by a jerk because he didn't respect... What kind of letter did he write? Well, why are we... Wait a minute. How did we end up with he? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they didn't send the letter in, probably. Well, I have had instances, and this this is a very serious part of the comment, that I've had instances where a seller has taken a lower price because they liked that buyer. They, they felt like the buyer was going to care for their home more. And they, for example, a buy, the, the buyer they didn't like came in with a low offer in the beginning and was somewhat arrogant. And then when they found out there was another offer, the next they raised it to be the highest offer. But by that point, the seller was turned off and was like, you know, I want to work with this person who was so sweet and came in and gave me a good price and was excited about my home. I could just tell by whatever, you know, maybe they were there, they crossed paths. It, it's and happened. let me just clarify, was there a letter involved in there this? There was no letter involved. Okay. No. So my point, was, that goes right. back to my first point. Your offer stated the love, the letter, the love. Yeah, it was a love letter. And so your first, I, I agree with you right there. Your, the first offer from that buyer, which in the end was the lower offer, um, was still the preferred offer because they weren't a jerk. Right. Right, right, right. And that's important because there's a second negotiation coming up when you do the inspection. Oh, yeah. And you want to be able to work with those people. You're selling your house twice. The first time you think you've got it sold, uh, don't let yourself go. I mean, this is my advice to home sellers. You keep that house picked up. Make sure it's spit-shined really good because the, the buyer comes back and they're doing their inspection and you want them to be just as excited as the first day they saw it all the way through the process to get to the closing table because you will be renegotiating, if, if not just that once, multiple times. When, when the inspection's done, the buyer has the opportunity to cancel that contract and, or to say, oh, well, we want all these things done. And you don't want to, to take advantage of that and end up having to resell your house. Ladies. Such great information. Thank you. Pamela Thanks. Wright, Sabrina Shaw. Oh, and again, let me just say, anyone can send me a love letter anytime. <laughs> <laughs> and they can take you dancing? Oh, of course, of course, of course. Your email address, <laughs> pamela.wright at exprealty.com. There you go. All right. Thanks, Pamela. <laughs> You're listening to the Market Experts Show with eXp Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin. 